This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Lots of flights have been canceled. It is rocky weather out there in the north for sure as a massive winter storm system has blanketed the northern part of the United States. Hey, everybody. Kate Delaney, thanks so much for joining us here on the show. That is part of our conversation that uh, there are people that are dealing with it right now. Lots of highways have been closed in anticipation of what's already happening. And, of course, you have the familiar flights that have been canceled. 16 hundred flights to 2,000 canceled at this point because you got, you know, interstate highways from Arizona to Wyoming that were closed on Wednesday. You had trapped drivers. You had lots of people without power. And you had the first blizzard warning in Southern California in, well, decades. Something you just don't hear in California, right? So very few places were untouched by this crazy weather. You had, you know, record highs that were broken in the in the South uh, too. But really, it's the North. We had school closings, offices closing. I mean, even the Minnesota legislature shut down. And of course, again, going back to travel, travel was very, very, very difficult and will be Thursday, probably Friday, too, because then you have the rash of cancellations. And if you're connecting from one place to another, a plane doesn't leave. So then that is canceled. I think sometimes people don't really make that connection like, well, wait a second, I'm in Orlando and it's 90 degrees. I don't understand. And that's because flights often that you get on, of course, don't originate there. And you all know that. So it's just good to double check. And it's good to check what roads are closed, too, because you may assume they're okay. But, I mean, look, in the Pacific Northwest, you had high winds and heavy snow. You expect that in the Cascade Mountains. But it prevented search teams from searching for the bodies of three climbers that were killed in an avalanche over the weekend. And... um They're not going to go and do that until they've got, they can't have a recovery attempt until the conditions are are much, much better. Then a sad story about a one-year-old who was critically injured on Tuesday when a redwood crashed into a house in Boulder Creek, which is a community kind of near the Santa Cruz Mountains, so that's south of San Francisco. But I think it's really bizarre to think of a blizzard warning that's issued in Los Angeles, Ventura, and Santa Barbara counties, more in the mountain areas, but we're talking small mountains, first time since 1989. And what's really wild is a UCLA scientist said that nearly the entire population of California, can you imagine this, will be able to see snow from some vantage point later this week. Let's go see the snow. Right. And boy, I've been on this road. You might have been on it, too. Interstate 40 from central Arizona to the New Mexico line had to be closed because of snow and rain and wind gusts, like 80 miles an hour. So in Arizona, you had 8,000, 9,000, 10,000 customers without power. 
but you look at the snowfall totals, right? Especially when you don't, when you're not in the area where you get that kind of snow, more than 18 inches could pile up by the time it's all said and done in parts of Minnesota and Wisconsin, right? The biggest snow event on record in the Twin Cities was 28.4 inches from October 31st through November 3rd, but that was in 1991. Wow. You just have to put your boots on and get out there and shovel in some cases, but boy, if it's blowing around, you don't want to have to be driving around in the snow. And the good news is because some people work 38% of the workforce still working remotely because so many people are already working remotely. They, they don't have to head into an office anyway. Uh, so there is that, right? There is that part of things. There was some fallout from Putin delivering a nuclear warning to the West over Ukraine. And, of course, part of it is Putin suspended Russia's involvement in the uh, a key nuclear arms pact. What does that mean? The president did an exclusive interview with David Muir from ABC, and I saw those couple of minutes. And the thing, when he Muir asked him about it, he said he didn't know some of the particulars, but he wasn't worried that we were going to be nuked, that, that there's going to be retaliation, that this would eventually, it would it would come back, whatever that means. But uh, the key is, is, is Putin saber-rattling, or is there more teeth in this? He delivered a nuclear warning to the West. I mean, there's no question, a couple of days ago, and suspended the bilateral nuclear arms treaty and announced new strategic systems had been put on combat duty and warned that Moscow could resume nuclear tests that's the thing to look at what does it mean if they resume nuclear tests i never had to do duck and cover drills when i was in school but it makes you wonder i mean so this is a year to the day since ordering an invasion that triggered the confrontation the biggest confrontation with the west since the cold war i would say And Putin said Russia would achieve its aim and accused the West, which includes the United States, of course, of trying to destroy Russia. And then cautioning the U.S. that they're stoking the war into global conflict. So that was it. Suspend the participation in the New START Treaty, which was the last major arms control treaty between Moscow and Washington. And what does that do? It limits the number of nuclear warheads the world's two biggest nuclear powers can deploy, and it's due to expire in 2026. So is it a big deal? Is it, uh, is it something to just brush off and think, oh, well, that's just Putin? I don't know. I think it seems like a big deal to me. If they make a big deal about signing the treaty and and serve that up on a platter to us and then say, "Oh, well, it's, you know, it's just it's just blowback for what's going on. There's nothing to worry about, right?" But I think that there, you know, you can't have you can't have this illusion that we're 100% in a bubble that can't burst in some way. I'm not in my house practicing duck and cover drills, 
But it's uncomfortable when, to me, it seems like Putin does maybe more than saber rattling. What what does this all mean? Is he does not liking like getting provoked? So, look, Russia and the United States still have vast arsenals of nuclear weapons left over from the Cold War. We know that. I mean, obviously, the most of nuclear powers. We've got 90% between us and Russia. We have 90% of the world's nuclear warheads. But the New START treaty limited both the U.S., us, and Russia to 1,500 warheads on deployed intercontinental ballistic missiles and submarine ballistic missiles and heavy bombers. So that's a pretty big deal, I think. Coming up, odds and ends. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com 
or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Interesting enough, what about stocks, the world's largest craps table? You may have just a little of this or a little of that when it comes to stocks. And what does it matter after the worst route in months happened? Uh, is there some bounce back? Sad story about this bishop who was murdered in Los Angeles, the LADA charging the suspect. And also Joe Manchin, speaking of politics, says he's not running for president in 2024. Whew. Boy, Joe, that was close. I thought you were going to do it for sure. All right, so speaking of who's running, on the Republican side of things, we know that it's the Nikki Haley tour. And is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, going to jump into this? So the former Republican South Carolina governor's popularity has risen a little bit since she decided to launch a couple of weeks ago, really just last week. The morning consult poll that was just released shows that 6% of Republican primary voters say they would support Nikki Haley in their state's primary or caucus. And that is double what she got in the same poll the week before. However, then you look at this former president, Donald Trump and Florida governor, Ron DeSantis got 50% and 30% of the primary voters support. So DeSantis 30 support. And then Vice President Mike Pence, the former VP, 6%. You know, it's interesting. Haley got kind of a boost because, I think, because of CNN's Don Lemon last week criticizing her, saying that she wasn't in her prime. She's 51. So he was, by the way, temporarily removed for the comment and then later apologized. He he returns this week. And um, there was so much about that, so much written, so much conversation about it, that her name came up and up and up and up and up and up uh, many, many, many times. Now, there's other people that are going to throw in here. I'm certain of it. But I wonder with the age thing, like DeSantis is 44. He hasn't announced his candidacy for president. He says he likes being the governor of uh, Florida, but he has gone out of the state lines and has gone out and attacked some other politicians and policies. So I would not be shocked if he dives into it, because here's the thing. How many people are bending his ear to run? And the answer to that question is a lot. So when that happens, minds get changed. You get swept up into it. And I think that he knows for sure whether he really, really deep down wants to do it or wait, wait a turn, wait a couple of turns. But when you're, when you're out there, let's face it, in the politics game and your name gets hot and people start to talk about you, that's what happens. That's your moment to, to run. And we certainly have seen that with the Democrats, and we've seen that with the Republicans before, too. So speaking of the Democrats, like I said, Joe Manchin told a local network that he's not going to run for president. He's, he said, I'm not running. 
Uh, I am absolutely 100% not doing that. He did hint that a future run was possible when he kept getting asked the question over and over and over and over again. Okay, I'll run in the future. So is he going to seek re-election to the Senate in 2024? Mm -hmm. That's another question that, you know, he wasn't really... He, he wasn't really picking at that either. He said, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I'll just make the announcement eventually. <laughs> That's a good way to blow off a reporter. I'll just make the announcement eventually. Stop asking me the question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it right now. Um, really sad story about this bishop in Los Angeles, this bishop from ireland who really embraced the community was helping all kinds of people was really really well liked and you think of the hits that priests and the catholic church has taken deservedly so in the in the more recent times the last couple of years but for things atrocities that were done in previous decades but this was one of the good guys according to all reports you had uh, the 61 year old carlos medina and he has now been charged with one count of murder in the death of auxiliary bishop, bishop rather David O'Connell, and this Medina is the spouse of the bishop's housekeeper. They're investigating the what is it, the motive for the murder, and the DA said that. Charge in, in announcing the charges that it'll never repair the tremendous harm that was caused by the callous act, but it does take us one step closer to accountability. I like what he said, and I thought about that when we talk about innocent victims like the MSU thing that happened at Michigan State, but of course that maniac sh- killed himself. But it is the thing to think about. You can't repair the tremendous harm that's caused when you have a callous act like that. But when you can hold someone accountable, hey, you are one step closer to a- accountability. Because this bishop was found fatally shot, just, you know, lying in a pool of blood at his his home. And uh, it's, uh, it's a guy, this is a guy, like I said, who really just gave his, gave his time, gave his energy, gave everything to that community. I mean, he was a priest and then a bishop in Los Angeles for 45 years. And he, he really, really helped build up uh, a rough community. So that's a shame. I mean, that's a terrible, terrible ending for one of the good guys. Let's put it that way. Right. All right. Uh, odds and ends as we continue here January 6th, the subpoenas are still being issued. This time, it's for the former uh, occupants of the White House, and that would be, at least some of the time they were there, Jared Kushner and the former president, Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka. They've been subpoenaed by the special counsel, this Jack Smith, in the investigation of January 6th. The subpoena seeks the married couple's grand jury testimony about the 2020 presidential election challenge and the actions of the former president surrounding the storming of the Capitol. And uh, Smith, Jack Smith, 
has also subpoenaed, which I think a lot of people already are aware of, former Vice President Mike Pence, who vowed to fight the subpoena on the grounds of the speech or debate clause of the Constitution. So it'll be interesting to see what will happen with Kushner and Ivanka, because they were senior White House advisors during the Trump administration, and they, they've announced, they've already said, they're they're staying out of the 2024 presidential campaign to, to date. They're saying they're not, you know, they're living their lives. They're, they're not involved in what's happening this time around. So what what happens with this subpoena and what they what they'll argue there or what their lawyers say uh at this point that's not known but where this goes is something to is something to follow because obviously more are going to be subpoenaed i think in this case as well how about this this is a, a big one to uh this is a big one to end on here and it's what uh, it's what's happening with the fentanyl crisis in Pennsylvania. You had a county, Butler County, that rescinded its sanctuary status. They just said we're formally ending it because they're hoping to curb the fentanyl crisis that, that they say is just so pervasive throughout the state. So before the status changed, which then was approved by the the county prison board essentially it shielded illegal immigrants from being arrested by immigration and customs enforcement agents and um what the the county the butler county district attorney said was interesting he said our crime is not just duis and retail theft anymore which that was one thing we have drugs and he said it's not coming from citizens that are making fentanyl in butler county it's being brought in so, and it is, of course, fentanyl, if you don't know it, it, it ranks as the leading cause of death among American adults, 18 to 49. And one of the pledges of one of the, uh, one of the representatives in Pennsylvania was to demand stricter penalties and longer jail sentences for people willing to sell or distribute illegal drugs nationally, most notably fentanyl. Right. And and that Pennsylvania leads in fentanyl deaths, you know, third in fentanyl deaths uh, and and just the fifth largest state in population. That's a pretty big issue. If you think about that, it's terrible. It is the drug that is absolutely on the rise. All right. Some lighter stuff coming up next as we entertain you with two great authors. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. The former FBI informant charged with lying about the Biden's dealings in Ukraine told investigators after his arrest that he got his info from high-level intelligence officers and Russian spies. Alexander Smirnov claims that he has extensive contacts with foreign intelligence officials. Regardless of the outcome in South Carolina, Nikki Haley said she is not leaving the GOP presidential race. Haley pledged to remain in the 2024 race, affirming her commitment during a campaign event in her home state of South Carolina. President Joe Biden planning to provide student debt relief. Emails go out today to those in the SAVE program for giving their student loan debt to the tune of about $1.2 billion. Corey Myers, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. This time around, an author 
Author's Corner here on America Tonight with me, Kate Delaney. A conversation with Don Waterhouse. His book, Grace, Grace to It, The Gospel from God's Point of View, is interesting. He talks about mankind, modern-day Christianity, going back, and you look back into the history of the gospel, etc., and the message. So what's the book about and where are we headed with it? We're going to talk to him now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, under D.L. Waterhouse. Don, thanks for coming on. Thank you. What made you write this book? What was your motivation? Well, I accumulated a lot of things in my mind that I had to get down on paper before I grew too old to remember them, I guess. That's kind of the way it started out. And then it kind of grew into a manuscript. So you get this manuscript, and what's at the heart of it? Tell everybody what the book's about. Well, the book is about um, what God has done for man, as opposed to what man must do for God. It seems like um, the religions of the world are all about what man must do. Um, Eat this, not eat that, go here, go there, do this, do that. And sometimes the work that God has done through his son for man kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And that work is primarily three components. Number one, the blood of Christ. Uh, Without uh, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, the Bible says. And the righteousness of Christ, that is given to us as a free gift in place of our unrighteousness. And then the Holy Spirit, which makes us, by receiving it, makes us a partaker of the divine nature. Those three components are the three components of the gospel. So it's really simple. Yes, it's interesting because one of the things you said to me in our off-air conversation, and it's kind of what you said there in the beginning, you said that he's not an employer, that people think he's an employer. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like something I'd say. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a a fact. You know, they're working all their their whole lives uh, doing religious activities. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, we we have... uh, Lots of things to do to feed the poor and help people and go out of our way and and uh, be good, upstanding Christian people. But if we think that we're somehow getting brownie points with God, there is no such thing as brownie points with God. God sees only his son, and he recognizes only the righteousness of his son. Now, if we come to God holding up his son, now he's He's going to hear us. Now he's going to hear us, and he's going to hear anything. We, he's going to uh, answer any prayer that we have because we're coming in the name of his son. The, the blood that we're offering is not our own or not the blood of an animal. It's the blood of his son. The life that we are holding up to him to be accepted is not our own life. It's his son's life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's, what, that's what bends the ear of God. So when people read grace, grace to it, the gospel from God's point of view, what do you hope that, and you're saying it, but what do you hope the takeaway is for people who read your book? Well, I hope the takeaway is that they can go to God with confidence. I hear people pray 
um, to Jesus a lot, dear Jesus this and dear Jesus that. But the Lord, God, instructed us to pray our Father which art in heaven in the name of his Son. So we're actually, we, we need to be praying. If we want to move the arm of God in our behalf, then do what he says do, not some other idea about it that we may conjure up, but do what he says do. Pray in the name of the Father, or pray to the Father in the name of his Son and on the ground of redemption by the blood of the Lamb. That's really pretty simple. You pray that prayer and God will 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 set up and listen to whatever you want, whatever you ask. And you'll find your life changing. You'll find that God is at your fingertips at any given time for every need. Yeah, it's interesting. Another thing that you said to me that kind of goes along with, with that is you said religion is too easy. It is. You know, it's harder to be uh, lost than it is to be saved. A person has to really work at it to be lost because the blood of Christ is all-inclusive. It includes not only past sin, but current sin and future sin. Past, present, and future. God died once. He's not dying over and over again. And what I see going on in religion is this verse in 1 John 1, 9, and there's nothing wrong with that verse. It has its place. It says, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But people use that verse as a prophylactic to go out and sin and then come home and get forgiven and then go out and sin some more and then come home and get forgiven. Mm. This is what happened in the first covenant before Christ came back in the wilderness with the Israelites. Every day they'd kill a lamb, shed the blood, get forgiven. The next day they had to come right back and do it again because they were trying to keep a divine law and they weren't divine. That's a train wreck waiting to happen right there. And so um, we have, we live now during the um, new covenant. And the new covenant is, is Christ is the one who kept that law. is the only one that ever kept it. And he kept it so perfectly that he is that righteousness that Christ possessed. He has passed on to the believer. And it's a perfect righteousness. God does not look at man to judge him. Man has already been judged. And he has been judged righteous by virtue of his son, because when Christ hung on that cross, he enveloped the entire human race into himself, from Adam down to you and I and our grandchildren that haven't even showed up yet, whatever. But the entire human race was enveloped in him across. So all of us died then. The wages of sin is death. Well, we died. We were in Christ when he died. So we've already died that death, and Christ has given us his life. So now we have life. He's given us his righteousness. And I believe that just knowing that and understanding that um, inspires a person to go out and live that life, to go out and be that life for other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So in pulling this together, it's it's interesting. At the beginning, I asked you, you know, what motivated you to write? You said, oh, you know, getting older, you had these thoughts. 
and boom, all of a sudden you had a, a manuscript. Was it a challenging process to go through and go go through the gospel and, and think about, well, I'm going to make this point here or put this point there? Was that a challenge? Uh, no, the, the challenge was in... Uh getting the words spelled right and arranged right, <laughs> all the all the ideas. I, I was a long-distance truck driver for a number of years, and and um, I hadn't been a Christian but, but a few years, so I was learning, and I had this whole box full of cassette tapes by Alexander Scorby uh, where he dictated the entire Bible. And that was back in the mid-'90s, and, and uh, so I'm, you know, loading in Vancouver, Washington, and going out to Fort Myers, Florida to unload or something like that. i got a lot of time <laughs> on my hands, right? Right. So I'm listening to the whole Bible, back and forth across the 48 in Canada, back and forth. I'm listening to the Bible. And I see this same picture being repeated over and over and over again in the different stories, the different parables, the same fundamental theme, and that was Christ and him crucified, the blood, the the righteousness of God. Um, take, for instance, was it Matthew 22, I think? There's this parable of the man who uh, 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 had a, a wedding feast for his son. His son's getting married. So he invites all the people to come to the wedding feast. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. So he invites all these people to come to the wedding feast, but there were some people uh, that came in and they sat down, and all of a sudden, here's this guy that showed up without a wedding garment. And so they apprehend him, and they take him and bind him and cast him into outer darkness. And... Take that story now and hold it up against what Jesus did. God is holding a wedding feast for his son. And a man showed up without a garment, a wedding garment. But all of the people that were invited, they had a wedding garment on. Where'd that come from? Nobody said anything about a wedding garment. They just showed up and all of a sudden they're wearing a wedding garment. And suddenly you see that this is Jesus. And he doesn't have a wedding garment on because he gave it to us. So they bind him hand and foot, and Isaiah says, um, took him into outer darkness and cast him into outer darkness. He was bound on the cross Mm. where he died. And when he went into the tomb, he went into outer darkness, the the second death. Yeah. And that's one of the stories. By the way, the Bible refers to the second death as the death from which there is no resurrection. And that's what makes the res- resurrection so awesome. Because yeah. Christ came forth from a death from which there is no resurrection. Yeah. And it is the season for that. And it is the season for your book. Don, thank you for joining us on the show. Anytime. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? 
Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Dr. Elizabeth Grubbs is in our virtual green room. Her book, Grip Life, is what we're going to talk about here on America Tonight with me, Kate Delaney. So, uh, Dr. Grubbs, this book, Grip Life, addresses all kinds of things. The seven elements of your life. Um, encouraging others, all of that is part of it. So what was your motivation to writing the book? Why'd you write the book? I wrote this book while I was camped out really in my own house and looking in retrospect at my own life uh, to look at the seven elements of my health that I thought, oh, this will be something to do during uh, my quiet time 
camped in, that might be also helpful to somebody else. So I said, well, really, it would touch all humanity because everybody has a life, whatever nationality they may be. Uh, she may be or he may be. And uh, that being so, I wanted to remind people that you need to check every phase of your health, every element, physical and mentally, family, vocational, financial, social, and spiritual, because one element can really influence all of the other elements of your health. Then when you look at your health, you really begin to look at the quality of your life. Because that is your life, your living. Boy, isn't that true? Like, yeah. like, yeah, and you talk about this. Like, what would you say, um, you know, people should do and they, as they try to figure it? Because you talk about this, the physical, the mental, the financial, the socially, family, vocationally, spiritually. So should... Should they list, in, in your book you talk about this, should you list your past influences? Should you talk about your past, your present, and then look at the future? How do you do that? Well, in the present, you can always take a, a test uh, for physical health, but probably for most of these, and you could certainly take a mental test if you're not thinking that your mind is quite right. You could take an anxiety test on your computer, or you could take a, a test for depression and look at that privately and individually, and if you think you need to seek help, uh, then you would do that. And finances, if your budget is not where you want it to be, you need to check yourself and, and see what do I really, what are my needs first? then how can I get my budget back into being manageable? Uh, That's what I was saying. Socially, I've heard so often that birds of a feather flop together. So socially, participation in groups would be uh, organizations. What can I do for that organization? What can that organization do for me? I need to go to that uh, party to meet some different people who may be influential for my job or whatever. Yeah, so putting yourself out there, which because of the pandemic, I think a lot of people don't do that now less less than they did in, in the past. What do you think? Yes, I do, too. Yeah. And so then that becomes that becomes harder and harder when you don't do that. For you, what was the most challenging part about writing the book? Well, I think my biggest challenge was uh, I didn't want to be long-winded, didn't want to write too much. I wanted to be maybe a one-hour airplane ride book and not just a talk about the elements of health themselves, but to encourage them to maintain what you have. And the biggest room in the world is room for improvement. So I said, improve what you do not have. I gave some suggestions for that, and I'm sure each living person has some type of brain power or what he or she likes to do. So uh, 
that person could add to that. And besides that, I gave a little grading scale. If you're hot, you probably don't need to visit that area of your health every three months. But now, if you're warm, you might want to check it. Or if you're cold in that area, uh, then that's the one you need to uh, go ahead and list you some different type of improvements that you could do to pull that score. Yeah, that's good advice um, to just go through and score that yourself and go through and see what 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 areas that you need to improve. And Grip Life, you can get on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. What do you hope people take away from reading your book? Well, health is important. Uh, besides health being important, I want to remind them to be sure you look at all elements of your health, not just physically or mentally or one or the other, because each influences the other. Also, uh, it is a warning, uh, especially for persons age 21 and up. Uh, you're out of your parents' home and, and what have you, so to stay physically healthy, I think it's not just the exercise part, but it may also be what you eat. Uh, is it nutritional? Or how will how will that help you? And and sometimes a person may have to experiment a little bit and say, well, this helps me more than whatever, if no more than drinking two glasses of water before a meal or something. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's what I want. One life to live, so grip life. Uh, you, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about off the air is that you said something I thought was a great, I'll call it hashtag, education is the way up. Is it, is, is it about always learning in life? Well, education, there are different types of education. You can learn a skill. You can learn knowledge. I think education is powerful. And what I did not say, uh, which is coming to my mind now, is STEM is a big thing in some school systems. And I heard it from 10 ages, teenagers, uh, talking about STEM. And I thought, yeah, in the next five or 10 years, I will predict that 50% of jobs will call for some of those skills. So you need to be educated to work. You need to be educated probably to relate to others. And technology is going to even get bigger. I mean, if you don't know technology, you may not get far. That's what I would say. But I have encouraged our daycare children and kindergarten teachers who talk with me, I say, yes, uh, 
about what they're doing if they're in the third grade or so. Yeah. Boy, that's the truth. So, you know, as we sum this up, I asked you if it was challenging. You did it during COVID. That's, you know, that's what what you ended up doing and putting it out into the world and talking about gripping life. And the, the book's title is Grip Life. For you, do you think you've gripped life? Uh, yes, I, I do. I am, uh, as always, you can't improve <laughs> And I've made some improvements, uh, probably within the last year. But uh, uh, in the meantime, I I, I would say I have gripped life, according to some other people and awards that I've gotten or whatever. And I've gotten some of those things off my bucket list. Nice. Well, this is a perfect place to end this. Dr. Grubbs, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And thanks for your call. And thanks to all of you for listening to this interview and this version of the show. Thank you. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.